0: A young woman, people can't stop talking about Go Taylor, Taylor. Taylor, Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Taylor Swift, yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift.
1: Ish.
2: What just happened? Welcome to Swiftish episode thirty-one, my favorite one because it's closest <laughs> to thirteen, <laughs> yes. and it is a lucky, lucky episode this week. We have a very special guest. He has a smile that can launch a thousand ships. He's a director. <laughs> Taylor Swift's friend, but you all know him as the fan that Taylor serenaded at his engagement party. We have Alex Goldschmidt with us. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited.
3: Hi. How's it going?
2: If we could spend, besides Taylor Swift herself, spend one day quarantined in our house talking to, it would be you.
3: Oh my gosh, I'm honored. (laughs)
0: Yes,
1: yes. (laughs) This has been a long dream of ours. We started our podcast, I don't know, like two years ago, three? Rep era, 2017. Oh my gosh. So for a long time, we just never, we felt like, oh, no one wants to be on our show. There's no way these cool people will ever respond to our emails. And then Alex, Mm -hmm. he uh, graced us with his presence. So welcome to the show, Alex. We're happy to have you.
3: (laughs) I am honored to join you, and I'm happy you harassed me.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> anytime. Be careful for what you what you wish for. I have a lot of time on my hands now that I'm stuck at home.
3: <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah.
2: I hope are you are you good? Are you you safe? Are you are you stocked
1: up? Yeah, you got your toilet
2: paper. Yeah, I'm or...
3: safe. I'm stocked up. Um, I, I have my toilet paper, um, and i uh, I'll oh, safe okay. over here.
2: Good. So I know that your fiance Ross is out, you know, working with Netflix right now. Is he still? Is that still the plan, or is he at home with you? Or are you spending more time with him because of the coronavirus? <laughs>
3: so we're funny. both uh, both of our both of our offices are shut down, um, and okay. and all of his all of his productions are shut down um, for at least the next two weeks. So uh, we're working from home uh, okay. with our our dog and our cat. So day one has gone well day two let's see let's see what happens but uh (laughs) but yeah where I mean considering everything going on we are safe we're healthy um and that's you know that's what matters so good
2: good well yeah we can be happy and healthy and talk about Taylor Swift today so I'm very (laughs) excited about that and we just kind of wanted you to maybe introduce yourself a little bit to our fandom we all know you as you know the fan that Taylor Swift serenaded, but what else do you want to let us know about you? What I, There's so much more to you than Taylor Swift.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. What else is there to say about me? Um, <laughs> I, I went to Boston University. Um, I used to work in PR, and now I work in social media um, and work at an agency um, doing social media for for our clients, um, and I oversee a team, uh, what else? Um, I am, I am hoping to get married in May, but we will see what happens. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I've always loved pop culture my whole entire life. I've always loved like music, uh, movies, television. I never really envisioned that like my social media would get me to where I am right now and sort of become a career from just being something I used to yeah. just fangirl over, <laughs> over the things that I was enjoying or sharing my opinions. And um, it's, I don't know, it's wild. I try, I try to uh, be positive. I'm a pretty positive person. Um, I don't enjoy pitting people against each other or sharing mm-hmm. the things that I don't like online, um, just because mm-hmm. I feel like Who, unless it's something productive like getting, you know, people to not uh, vote for our current president, um, (laughs) what is, what's the point in me telling someone or putting out there that I didn't like someone's work that whether they did it because they thought it was going to be good and it turned out bad or whether they did it because they need a paycheck and they need to feed their families, you know, we're all, we're all like out here trying to survive and and to live and and prosper and find love and happiness. And so Mm -hmm. I just don't feel it's my, I don't know, my job to put anything out there to damper someone else's love and happiness because I don't know their life. Um, And that, that just got real deep and real, real, (laughs) real quick. Um, A lot of real, um, but yeah, no, that's just been, that's just been my whole philosophy um, and that's just been what I do. And the stuff with Taylor has just been, I think is just like the perfect example of like, I don't understand the wild ride that my <laughs> life has sort of been on, but
0: mm-hmm. I like
3: to think that I try to put good things out there in the world and try to put positivity in, and share my excitement for things out in the world. And if that brightens someone's day or makes someone happy, someone happier, you know, then then great. And I guess karma has treated me well. I hope. (laughs) fingers crossed. Knock knock on wood.
1: Yeah. No, but let's talk about Taylor because I I, I first, like, you first came on my radar during the 1989 era, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I remember Mm -hmm. this performance she did and I'm 99% sure this is you, but she was singing Shake It Off and then during the, like, bridge part, she serenaded you basically and it was a very it was blank space. powerful moment oh was it blank space oh it see my memory space. is just <laughs> that's right well I remember it very clearly and I was like oh my gosh that man is the luckiest man in the world <laughs> so hold
2: on where where when I like I've done my this research is on the boys oh on the boys oh yes yes
3: yes yeah this, is this, this was on the boys this was Yeah, but before the I mean, the first instance was, I mean, the first, the first recorded instance, um, I met, I met her first backstage at the Speak Now tour, um, and that was my, my good friend, Sam Lansky, um, had written a piece for, I believe, MTV.com, about how, uh, I wanna say Red was like so highly anticipated and going to be so great. And he sort of compared Taylor's country music, writing and styling to hip hop and how it's, it's mm-hmm. all storytelling and it's all, it's, it's music that tells stories versus like, mm-hmm. like hooks and, and things like that and, mm-hmm. um, and, and choruses or whatnot. And she wrote him like a handwritten letter um, thanking him for the piece, um, citing specific parts of the article that she really enjoyed that like of, of the comparing of music and the comparing of, of lyricism. And he brought me as his guest to go meet her um, backstage right. at Madison Square Garden. It was the mm-hmm. last show of the Speak Now tour. So her special guests that night were James Taylor and Selena Gomez.
0: Oh my um, gosh.
3: and so I met her very briefly, but it was, it was literally like, it was like Sam's moment. So I very much was like back mm-hmm. there. I took a photo with her. It actually had been like downpouring in New York. Um, and I got stuck in traffic and I was late. So I literally got out of a cab and ran through rain like five <laughs> blocks because I knew that if I was late and I messed up Sam, like meeting her, that he mm-hmm. would, like, never forgive me for the rest <laughs> of my life.
2: I mean, um, I would kind of so say that's a Taylor Swift moment right there, yeah. running through <laughs> Wayne, rain just to get to her.
3: Like, oh, yeah. No. Ooh. Her Ooh. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it was it was very poetic. At the time it felt more like I, I felt like a drowned rat, but um but it was the the music video version of that was I was definitely running yeah, through yeah. It in like a big huge gown in slow motion through the rain and my hair never moved. Um, yeah. but yeah, so I, I I met her like once there and that was that and like nothing ever that was just like I took a photo with a celebrity and we we move on. Um, but she was very, mm. very nice. And then um, it, the, my whole instance, or, or this uh, this whole crazy train actually started with Ed Sheeran, um, mm. which I, a few years ago, and by a few years ago, I mean, like what, like six or seven years ago, um, I tweeted about how I wanted a Watch the Throne style album um, <laughs> with, ta- like a duet album with Taylor and Ed, and he, he responded to my tweet, which I didn't tag him in my tweet. I, I didn't tag no. any handles. I wrote their names. So he had definitely searched his name and somehow found <laughs> my tweet like, in that moment, which shows such you- such
2: an Ed Sheeran thing.
3: Well, it's such an Ed Sheeran thing, but it yeah. shows you just like, again, how like, there was no, that was completely just, uh, how, how do you explain that? Like the fact yeah. that he just happened to be online or on his computer, looking up um, people writing his name or or looking up indirects of him, and just found my tweet in that very moment, yeah. and he mm-hmm. responded to it, and we had a back and forth. Um, he responded oh, to like six tweets of mine, um, and then it ended with him uh, DMing me saying, "It's like I'm, you know, if I'm ever in New York or something, let's like I come to a show." Um, or next time in New York, come to a show. So I went, um, next time he tweeted about being at, I think it was the Hammerstein Ballroom, um, for his tour, I tweeted at him saying, I'm praying to Taylor Swift that I find tickets to your show tomorrow. (laughs) And he DM'd me again, being like, you have my email, email me. And so he, he responded to my email being like, you're on the list, see you tomorrow. Um, and I got to the concert with a friend of mine and he, when we went to go pick up the tickets, I had an all access pass oh,
0: and then nice. he had a
3: regular ticket. And I was like, uh, in the, and then again, this is again, another, in that moment, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like leave my friend. I'm just gonna watch the show. I'm not gonna go like wander around with my all access pass. Oh, wow. That would be rude. And my friend, like, looked at me and was just, like, girl, I will watch Ed Sheeran alone. Like, go wherever. This is not, like, this is your night. This is not mine. Just, like, go. Um, And so, and so I remember I just kept on, I was trying to play it cool. I would walk past security being, like, I have a badge. I have a badge. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm good. Don't worry. I have a badge. Um, And. And, you know, I tell long winded stories, but I I, I ended up I ended up watching the show next to um, like side stage next to people on Ed's team. And right before the show started, I had overheard a security guard being like, we need to clear this area. They're coming through. And I looked at the security guard and I was just like, when you say they, who is they? Um, And he said Taylor and Ed. So I knew that she was at the show, but it, it, you know, I, I again didn't think I would see her or anything like that. So I was talking to people on his team side stage, and they said, "I was like, you know, I don't know what this situation is. I just got this all access pass. I don't know if I'm supposed to go meet him. I don't know what's going on." And they were like, "Go to the green room after the show. He will like be there, and there people will be having like beers or drinks or whatnot, and like you can like go like see him there." Um and so I went and I walk in and Ed like spots me, comes over, says hi, gives me a beer. He opened the beer bottle with a lighter, which I like I was just like I was like, You're so cool. (laughs) And um and we talked and we and we were like catching up and then he was like, Have you ever met Taylor? And I was like, Mm. I yes and no, like I was just like, not really. And he was like, okay, she'll be here in a second. Like I'll introduce you. Um, and so I was leaning up behind a couch, or not behind a couch. I was leaning up on the back of a couch um, in the green room when Taylor walked in and she was right in front of me. And Ed was like next to me, leaned up on the couch.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: she was sort of waiting while he was talking to someone to talk to him or to get his attention. And I like... I said hi. I think I said that, like I probably like queened out over what she was wearing, <laughs> or like said something like "you look great." Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I
3: don't like. I I don't word remember. Vomited. Yeah. <laughs> um, fully word vomited. She somehow we started talking about she was considering getting a third cat. Um, oh. Or nice. a se- no, 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 no. Sorry, she was considering getting a second cat. This was okay. this was, um, Olivia. And she was saying that she was considering getting a second cat and she was worried that it would make her a cat lady. And I, I, in my like haze, um, word vomited out, oh my God, no, like two cats is, like three cats is a cat lady, two cats is a party. <laughs> and if you actually go, if you look that up with her name, yes. she referenced that exact quote on like live with Kelly and Ryan. And she yeah. also referenced it in like an MTV interview because <laughs> yeah, she ended yeah. up getting the cat. She ended up getting the cat like the next week or so. Um,
1: <laughs> well, have you apologized after she got a third cat or <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, we haven't even, I, it's, it's funny. We haven't like addressed that. Cause I haven't, or actually I, I guess I have seen her since me came out. Cause I saw her at the voice, but um right that's actually funny. I haven't, I didn't even <laughs> think about that until you just brought that up. That's really, that's really funny.
0: She
3: yeah. really, she messed up. She's a fully a cat lady now. <laughs> yeah, it um,
1: so at this point, were you like a Taylor Stan? Were you a sort of fan? Like what was your level of interest in mm-hmm. her?
3: I would say it was definitely like a fan. Like I was, mm-hmm. I was a fan who, who I like. I liked her music i I definitely speak now was when I first like really hopped on the train
0: right. um,
3: when I saw her at when I saw her at Madison Square Garden speak now and like some of her earlier singles were really like all I knew but I wasn't I'm a I'm a pop gay so like yeah. <laughs> I I like country music country women false you know it's like adjacent so I, uh-huh. I I like country female music but um but it was really like when she started to cross over was when I first started discovering her. Just because I'm not wow. in tune to that world, to that up and coming world, I only know about it when it starts to cross over. So, yeah. so yeah, I would say I was I was a fan, and I I appreciated that she was really kind and how she treated my friend. So I just mm-hmm. automatically had this this feeling that like this is a good person and I want to support them. And after talking to her backstage, that. Ed Sheeran concert, and after we took took selfies together, the three of us. Um, she was just so I don't know, self aware and and able to make fun of herself. I mean, I openly said, "Can we make Taylor Swift's surprise face for our <laughs> selfie?" And she was just like, "Oh yes." Um, so like she was just so warm and kind, and and not not I think what the media and people portray her right. sometimes to be. Um, mm-hmm. And so that that just automatically, when I meet people like that, I'm suddenly like, you know what, you're a friggin' good person. And yep, I said frigging because I wasn't sure if I could curse <laughs> on this. Um, you but, can say whatever uh, you want to say. Perfect. She's a <laughs> great person, uh, <laughs> and and yeah, and that just immediately makes me be like, you know what, I want to support the things that they do because they're mm-hmm. a good human being.
2: Yeah. Well, obviously like this was a great interaction meeting with you and Taylor um, because was it a few months later that she invited you to uh, like the Shake It Off music video? Like what was, how did that happen?
3: Yeah. So it was shortly after um, all of that happened, uh, the pictures I posted them Um, and of course they like went everywhere because I think people hadn't seen Taylor and people hadn't seen Taylor and Ed together in a while. And it was also like during, of course it was during one of the down periods where, where we're waiting for the next era to begin. Um, Mm. so, uh, her team got in touch with me, um, through Sam and was like, Taylor, um, Taylor wants us to fly you out to LA to be in this this secret video project um and I was not to tell anyone about like the the everything that was going on and it was just described as a secret video project which I was like this is going to be the music video for like whatever her new single is going to be um there was like a part of me that was just like watch me fly out there and it's going to be like a like a f-ing perfume commercial um, or, <laughs> I mean we weren't in the, we weren't in the years of like everyone having a makeup line but I was right. just like watch me watch me yeah. fly <laughs> out here and be like I'm gonna be in the music video and then I yes. and then get out there and they're just like you're gonna be in the background while we <laughs> do a uh, commercial for Coles um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yeah and so then then I they flew me out and they put me up in a hotel. Um, they drove me to the set, they picked me up, uh, from my hotel and drove me to the set myself. Um, and when I got there, it was like the most surreal experience cause I was there and they kept putting me in places Or when everyone would refer to me, they refer to me as Taylor's friend. Ooh.
0: So They were just
3: like, they were, they would be like, this is Taylor's friend. So put him over here. And like they're and and they had like the fans that they had brought out, and the fans were being mm-hmm. kept in one area, but they kept on just referring to me, and I just kept on being like, I don't understand, like what is happening.
0: <laughs> I'm their um, friend,
3: and it was wild. And then, and then, yeah, and then we did the Shake It Off video, um, which was just, I mean, the mo- like the most surreal. So, did you experience.
1: hear the song, or was it like a click tape, like she's done in the? Recent eras.
3: No, we we heard the song. Her team, oh. her team had said to me, I when we were in the car driving there and we were talking about like I, I was you know sort of being like, so is this the music video? Like what, what yeah. is that? <laughs> um, they
0: crazy.
3: told me it was going to be the music video for her new single, and I had said like, am I like am I going to hear this or is this going to be one of those things where it's in her her yeah. headphone? And they had said they were just like, well, we're hoping it's going to be in her headphone, but. They were like, she has this tendency to um, want to play it out, so, especially <laughs> with like fans and stuff, so people can hear it because she wants yeah. people to like have a fun experience. So they were just like, so we're hoping that she doesn't do that, but <laughs> she she will tell us what she's gonna do, um, oh, okay. and we'll just and we'll just like live in fear. Um, and so and so yeah. So the then rules. we got there, we got there, and she. she She played it um, and we did, I want to say we did like three or four takes fully with the song, just dancing to it. And she sort of just told us, I'm going to play the song. It's like a fun sort of free dancing type of song. So just, she was like, if you've ever seen me at an award show, just dance like that. (laughs) And that was, I mean, we did takes. We did takes where we're like brushing shoulder, we're brushing dirt off each other's shoulders. We did takes Mm -hmm. like shimmying at each other. I think there was like spanking. I mean, I don't even. We were dancing. (laughs) We were dancing like utter fools, like pure buffoonery going on. Um, and and it was so much fun.
0: Yes. So
2: it's interesting because, you know, we'll get into more of, um, you know, 2008 and reputation era with you and Taylor, but all of these, and I was kind of shocked because all of these outlets, when they you know reported on you recently, they're like, Taylor Swift serenades a fan, Taylor Swift, this fan, this fan, this fan, and I, all, I always kind of laugh because, like, I knew more of the background, and I was like, he's not a fan. I was like, he's like practically Taylor's best friend. Like, you know, there is so much more to you and Taylor than just being a fan. So it's very interesting that like, I like this, like here at the music video, they're like, Hey, this is Taylor's friend. And then the fans were everywhere else. So this is like, this is kind of like you guys defined your relationship at this music yes. video. Um,
0: yeah,
3: I love it. It is always hysterical to me. Cause of course, you know, we'll get into the engagement party, but like, the press coverage of that engagement party, like there were some that were like Taylor Serenade's LA actor or like Taylor Serenade's <laughs> director of talent studio, Ta- Taylor Serenade's, <laughs> like they, the amount of th- ways that they described Anderson me. Rad. And I was, yeah. and what was just like wild is half of them, I was just like, did you even Google, like they, <laughs> you just like saw and were just like, ah, a white gay in LA, he's in PR. <laughs> <laughs> um like he's her publicist so I'm like no like it it oh. was just it's and I always love reading the ones that just call me a fan because I mean yeah. I, like I'm not gonna pretend like like our we're not like best friends that are hanging out every weekend um but it just it always is funny because I always just read it and it always just sounds shady <laughs> always the way that they say it they're like yeah. Taylor Serenade's un unknown fan or undescript yeah. <laughs> fan or
2: it's like Dude crazy person. Yeah. If they just like <laughs> even just scrolled through your Instagram down, they would know like, no, this is just not any other fan. Um, I so know. This is where I kind of want to get into it. So you, how, how long have you and your boyfriend, boyfriend, fiance, Ross been together?
3: We've been together for uh, four years at the end of this month.
2: Okay, so Taylor has played a very pivotal role in your engagement and I think in your relationship. So can you kind of just like guide us to how Taylor has played this, this, this pivotal role? Like when you guys met, how Taylor got involved in it, even before any introductions to Ross
3: and Taylor? I mean, you know, when Taylor, after the Shake It Off video, the 1989 era was like a very weird and surreal, just time for me. Um, she she followed me on Twitter. She attributed she attributed in a Tumblr post where she tagged me. Um, she attributed like learning teen slang and and <laughs> yeah. teen speak and online speak from yes. me, which I was just like when like how I don't like (laughs) I taught you that when
0: um
3: and and all of those things happened and then she was she was favoriting tweets of mine about her music where I didn't even mention her or even tag her or even say her name Mm -hmm. um and it was just like a very surreal time and so there was I had you know I was very single at the time and I had gone out on a what I thought was a date with a guy um, and sort of like was thinking like this was the night, maybe something would like happen and, and things didn't happen. And I was wrong and, and I was very much friend zoned and I had had a lot of wine and I tweeted something very emo. Like, I always feel like I'm, you know, I always feel like I'm like ahead or, but, or, you know, but maybe I'm behind or I forget exactly what the language is of it. I'm sure you could find it cause I didn't delete it because, um, Taylor responded to that tweet um saying like if you know go back and read the tweet lady gaga sent me about her and calvin harris about finding her prince um and like a love spell and she was like it's a that tweet is a love spell like it will your it'll find you love or whatnot and then we started dming about Mm -hmm. relationships and about guys and about like the night or whatnot and it it just like again very surreal and very weird and i think that's sort of that was like a very pivotal moment for me because I feel like I had been, I had been living my life trying to make the things happen that would make me happy instead Mm -hmm. of, instead of focusing on my own happiness and letting those things come to me naturally. I very much believe that in when it comes to love and when it comes to life, um, the the light that you put out from yourself will attract other people and will attract good things into your life. People want to work with people that make them smile. People want to work with people who seem happy. You know, when you're when you're going out to a bar with your girlfriends, or when you're going out to a bar with someone, and you're looking at people and 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 looking at who you might be attracted to. No one's attracted to the person Mm-mm. who is like looking around trying to find love they're attracted to the person who is at a bar hanging out with their friends laughing Mm -hmm. looking like they are not worrying about that stuff and and so i was i think in that conversation with her that's really where she started to she really played a role in my life and i was like you know what like i'm gonna focus on being happy with myself like be doing things that make me happy hanging out with my friends and when I find love or when I find a person like it will be because they've come into my life and because I love myself and, and, and they'll be attracted to that and love me. And I think that's, that was really what I took from our, our conversation. And it sort of just really shifted my focus. And from there, I had an opportunity to come work in LA. Um, and I, I started working in LA part-time and eventually full-time um, and when, when it came to Ross, I very much hadn't been like, I, you know, was casually dating, but I wasn't really, wasn't really actively pursuing it. I was just letting stuff naturally happen. And if it didn't happen, then I'll, i single. Um, and, mm-hmm. uh, when Ross, I had a friend of mine who worked on the voice with me, um, which is how I, the blank space performance stuff happened. Yes. Um, cause I was working on the voice and, um, That's so
2: crazy. The she, voice, you just have a life that I want to live. Your,
0: your it's,
3: I mean, <laughs> it's very, it's very fun. It's very fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but I, uh, I had a friend who worked on the voice with me who wanted to set me up with a friend of hers who she thought that we would like get along really well. And I was like, go for it. Um, and she was talking to Ross and telling him about me and telling him that she was going to set us up. And she never, she kept on wanting to set us up in an organic way and Mm. not wanting it to be a blind date. But by doing that, she never actually set us up because she never (laughs) could figure it out. Um, and so then Ross and I matched on Tinder. Um, and I know, and for real, and we, we met, we went on a date and like, I went to the date completely not, like, I'm not nervous. I wasn't worried. I just, like, went and, like, hung out with myself. And it was so natural. And I want, you know, I feel like I was in that mindset and I was in that place because of stuff that, you know, those conversations we had a while ago. And Mm -hmm. so when it came to getting engaged, um, I had... I introduced Ross to her backstage at the Reputation tour which was also a very surreal experience because she had unfollowed everyone on social media yeah. um and and we sort of had like lost a little bit of that connection there even though we uh-huh. had you know stayed in touch and and she sent a care package of like Reputation merch when like the album came out and like we you know we had still like been in touch um but she uh she knew who he was when oh. I introduced him to her backstage, like she was like, is this Ross? And I was like, oh. what? I was like, what
2: the <laughs> f**k? <laughs> I remember made him and, feel uh, like, so much better too. Is he a Taylor Swift fan? Is he, it's like a, a Swift fan? Ross
3: thing. is not a very pop culture person. Okay. Like Ross like puts on ABBA every day. So like that. that's,
0: that's where ABBA. we're
3: at. That's where we're at. Like I'll notice I'll notice a celebrity or a person at the gym. Like I'll be like, "Oh, that's Charlie Puth." And he'll be like, he'll be like, "Um, uh, how do you know that's Charlie Puth?" And I'm like his f***ing eyebrows. And he's like, He's like, you know, someone's eyebrow, and I'm like, shut up. <laughs> but, um, okay, but, so. so I do
2: have to tell you who he reminds me a little bit of, like, look wise. Cause, like, you know, I've been looking through your, um, your Instagram <laughs> just a little bit. Okay. He's not a dead on ringer, not a dead on ringer at all. But I love Shit's Creek, and he looked a little bit like Noah, um, Noah Reed, who plays Patrick.
3: You know just what? He does. Bit. Yes. He right? 100% does. Yeah. Now that 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 I know a little bit, I'll give you that. Yeah,
2: now that I know a little bit more about him too, personality-wise, I'm like, "That's Patrick, right there." Like (laughs) a little bit.
3: (laughs) Honestly, honestly, it really is. Like I'm like the outlandish one, and he's like the he's like the Did you really just post that? (laughs) (laughs) Or like (laughs) change that? Um, But no. But so when it came time to get engaged, and and he became he had the same reaction I had to her when I met her like after that meeting at the reputation tour he was like i get it like he was like yeah. i like she is so nice she's great i love her like he was like fully on board but anyways so when it came time to propose i actually was listening to king of my heart in my car um my driving home from like rep. work it's so good
0: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm.
3: and and I was listening to that song and it was when she sang the and all at once you're the one I've been waiting for king of my heart body and soul I really feel like that night that we went on that date and we went like it was just like that was it like I never we never there was never like a moment in our relationship where I remember us distinctly like starting to talk about marriage or starting to talk about life together as being as 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 being eternity, you know what I mean? Like I, Mm -hmm. we, I I don't remember the exact moment when we suddenly started talking about the future and we were both in each other's future. Um, Mm -hmm. it just like happened and it, it was there. And like, we moved in after six months, we, um, I gave him a key to my apartment, like, on like the third date to walk my dog, um, <laughs> he was like, he worked near my apartment and I was just like, Oh, if you work near my apartment, would you mind like walking my dog someday? Just like, being yeah. um, and, and like it was just so natural like that. And, uh, and so I was listening to that song and I, I suddenly realized like, why am I waiting for, he's two years older than me and he's like probably people would assume he's the more responsible one and maybe he is. Um, but. <laughs> I just always assumed he would be the one to propose just because he seems to be the one who like would take the control and planning that he's also like a producer. Um, and I think I was, I was listening to that song and I just suddenly was just like, you know what? I'm flipping the switch. I'm doing it. And I, I aimed over the, I aimed over the holidays to talk to our parents, um, while he wasn't around and he was never not around. So I didn't get a chance to. And so when I got (laughs) back in January, I got dinner with my best friend and I was like, I'm gonna propose and I need you to help me plan it. And at that dinner, Mm -hmm. I, he was like, what are you envisioning? What are you thinking? And my dream idea was, I was just like, imagine if, and this is like, I didn't think any of this would even happen. But I was like, imagine if I rented out the restaurant that like we had our first date in. I, we had like a, I had us like go and recreate our first date. And then in the restaurant, seated at all of the tables, um, like, like posed and everyone around, he suddenly notices all of those people are like friends and family and people we know. We fly, our, our parents fly out, Our his sister and brother-in-law fly out, my parents, everyone. and And then we do it there. And I was just like, and imagine if like, Taylor Swift is there, singing king of my heart. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I can't. And like I can't. Oh and, my friend, and my friend and my friends literally looked at me and he was just like, okay, girl. <laughs> like he was like, <laughs> yeah. he was like, Calm down. And you can't dreams. afford that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he was like, you can't afford that restaurant and you definitely can't afford <laughs> Taylor Swift. And I was just like, no, I know, it's not gonna happen. And so I actually emailed I emailed her, um just sort of, just not not asking her in any way to be a part of it. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to one, like I, I don't like to play those types of cards right. or, or to use a, a friendship or relationship in that way. And I never oh, want yeah. someone to interpret our relationship as me using anything. But I I just sent an email being like, hey, I wanted you to know like you probably, this song probably is like an album track to you or, or you don't know the impact it has on other people or whatnot, but I wanted you to know the impact your song had in my life and like King of Mm -hmm. My Heart sort of is the song that made me wanna propose. Um, Mm -hmm. And I didn't hear anything for a few weeks. And then I got an email um, and a call from her team. uh, Well, I got an email uh, from her team being like, can you hop on the phone? Um, And I called, uh, I got on the phone driving to work one morning Um, which I don't know why I thought I could handle a call like this while I was f***ing driving.
2: Especially in LA traffic. I mean.
3: Like literally nightmare. And, uh, and they were like, so Taylor, Taylor loved your email and was really touched by it. And right now she is going to be in LA, um, the weekend that you're proposing. And she, Mm -hmm. she would like to like be a part of your proposal. Um and which like I like pulled over my car I'm like (laughs) I'm like okay like I was like crying it was it was like it was wild um but it was again one of those things where they were like her schedule could change at the drop of the hat she's like currently out in in um London uh in the UK doing cats um and (laughs) she was like And they were like, so her, ch- you know, let's two weeks out from the date, just like, just stay on us every day. And and, and we will confirm when it's like confirmed, confirmed. But like, we wanted to talk about it now. Um, and right. that's sort of when okay. we started planning it. Oh my
1: gosh. <gasps> well, that is that's wild. Like- <laughs>
3: I know that's why whenever whenever anyone asks me to talk about like my relationship with Taylor Swift, I'm always like, All right, do you have an hour? Buckle up!" Yeah, like, I'm we like, do. it's not an easy story it's to not.
2: tell. Yeah, no. So, take us to the day of the engagement. You know what you do. Um, Ross's reaction. You know, do you think she'll be <laughs> at your wedding? Take us there. Um,
3: so the week before the engagement, I want to say it was like Tuesday was when um, it was confirmed to me that she was going to be there. And she originally had the idea of, like, what, when I go out and propose, she and her team get into my house, fill my house with candles, and then when Ross and I get home, she is in the house with a guitar and oh, wow. sings the song and serenades us. And I I sort of was just like... I don't want to shoot down ideas, but (laughs) but I was like, but I was like, I'm proposing in the daytime. So let filling a house with candles while the sun (laughs) is out just feels like I'm just going to have a really warm house. (laughs) Um, And I was like, I don't, I was like, it's like, it sounds romantic, but unless you could like install blackout curtains, like, I don't know. I feel like it's not going to have the intended effect. And so What I had planned for the day was I, I hired a photographer who was going to be at the top of, um, this hike in LA called the Wisdom Tree. Um, it's right by the Hollywood sign. And, um, I, it was where Ross and I went on our second date. And I sort of, I sort of have decided in, you know, 2020, uh, hindsight that that was sort of the date where, it was sort of set, that like w- this, we were together for life because mm. we went on this hike to the wisdom tree and it's only our second date. And like, I didn't even, he shows up in you know, like gym shorts and like a tank and like, he looks cute. I like roll out of bed and like throw my nasty ass into some, like <laughs> a free t-shirt and like gym clothes. And like go and do this hike. And I don't even think about the fact that like my hair is cowlicked. I look (laughs) like a butthole. Like it just, neither of us, (laughs) neither of us tried, which I was just like that level of comfort on a second date. I was like, Mm -hmm. that's that like, it was already so natural. So anyways, so the plan was I was going to propose on that hike. We were going to come home. I was going to tell him that I didn't want to tell friends and family or call anyone until that night, because the minute we tell people, we're going to be inundated with people calling us Mm -hmm. or talking to us or wanting details or whatnot. And I was like, let's just have this sort of bubble for a day where it's just our thing. We can like be together. We can, we can like hang out and like, it's, it's ours for a moment before it becomes everyone's
2: and it's a little secret which makes it like more (laughs) exciting yep
3: and his ass fell for it and uh, (laughs) and so we we came home um we we the the point was we were going to come home change and i was going to tell him that i wanted the first person that we tell to be my best friend alex um and so i was like we're gonna go get lunch with alex and we can tell him and then and he'll be the first person we tell like in person and then like mm-hmm. later we can call our parents and then we can, um, the photographer is going to send me like two photos right now that she can like have ready. And then she'll send us the other batch later. But I was like, that way we can like, we can post about it. We can tell our family and like everyone can just, we like unleash it all at one time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that morning I, uh, so I had, I had family, I had our parents flying out um, and family flying out. Um, and I, I decided to do, I, the, that lunch was a cover and was going to be the engagement party. Um, my best friend, Alex works in the food industry and in the catering industry. So he was able to get me a deal on booking out the restaurant because they're not normally open for lunch. Um, and, uh, and so we hosted and catered a engagement party. And so when we go on the hike, I had woken up at 7 a.m. and, like, panicked that when Taylor came out and performed at the engagement party, that everyone there was going to immediately be posting online. And I was, Mm. like, I don't want this getting out until Mm. Ross and I are in a place where we're able to handle what is going to come next. Because I was, like, this is going to become a circus. And I want us to, like, I don't want us at the engagement party to have our phones blowing up to, like, be out, be i want us to be able to like be in the moment so i mm-hmm. i got up at 7 a.m and emailed everyone who was invited to the party telling them that there was an a, an embargo on posting <laughs> and and that no one was allowed to post until ross and i were able to post later that afternoon so that, that way we could control yes. when yeah. we were when this all began um and no one yeah. and no one knew i have to preface this no one knew about taylor
0: yeah. I told no oh. one except,
3: I told no one except my best friend, Alex, because again, I couldn't trust a single friggin' person. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> exactly. so right there. We, go on, we go on the hike, I propose, and right after the proposal, I, I'm getting uh, phone calls and I'm getting um, text messages from my best friend because he's doing a walkthrough at the venue with her security um mm-hmm. that morning uh-huh. um and so they were trying to call me and ross is like who's calling you and i was like telemarketer once again <laughs> um and so i was like dealing with that and then oh and God. then we we head home we change we go to go to the restaurant in the car to the restaurant ross is like let me mm-hmm. look up the menu for this restaurant we're going to like i'm so hungry <laughs> and he looks up the restaurant and sees that oh. they're not open for lunch
0: yeah. Um,
3: and he in the car is like, "Wait, are we st- are we going to this restaurant? They're not open for lunch." And I was like, "Oh no, it's they're not open for lunch yet. But this is sort of like a soft opening for <laughs> friends and family to test out mm-hmm. like their possible mm-hmm. lunch menu that." And Alex got us into that. Nice. He has a discount because he the restaurant's part of his restaurant group. So like that, <laughs> I had I had walked you? through in my I had walked through You're in my head oh, my every gosh. possible way that this could. Cause I, I was worried that Ross, that if, if like one, one thread came undone, that everything was going to untangle. So I had in my head, like prepared an answer for everything. Um, and so, and Ross is the most gullible person on the planet. So I could have told him, I could have told him anything and he would have been like, oh, okay. Um, and so love him. He's very smart. (laughs) But, um, but so we get to the restaurant we get to the restaurant, We there's the big surprise, all of our friends and family are there. And Alex comes, my best friend Alex comes and gives me a hug. And when he gives me a hug, he whispers in my ear, they'll be here in 10 minutes, I'm gonna come up to you and tell you that we need to, I ha, you have a, I have a food question, if you can come to the kitchen. And then I'm gonna go to the kitchen and she's like, and that's when she's gonna, when she's arriving. So he comes over, he tells me as a food question, I go into the kitchen. And the funny thing is she's coming in through this back entrance and a bunch of our friends were outside smoking, um, (laughs) right by that back entrance. And I had to have Alex like go to them and be like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Um, we're like about to like Alex and Ross are going to do a speech and like a fuse. So like, we need you to go back inside. And they were like, <laughs> okay, we're going to finish our cigarette. My friend, Alex is just like, no, yeah. <laughs> you're going to need to go inside right inside. now. And like all of them were giving him these looks like this bitch. Like, they, they, <laughs> they they, they all look so annoyed. And so then Taylor and then Taylor shows up in a car with her guitar and with this like beautiful gift and like handwritten note, Mm -hmm. um, we caught up in the back um, of the restaurant. And what was funny there was I had sent a photo of the proposal to her team, sort of just being like, it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I walked in, Taylor was like, I saw the photo, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we walked through what we were gonna do. She asked me if she wanted me, if, if I wanted her to switch the song to Love Story. Because she was just like, Are you sure you want me to sing King of My Heart? Like no one knows that song. <laughs> um, and I was like, I was like <laughs> I was like, Girl, we've all heard love story. I want you to do King of My Heart. Yeah. And <laughs> exactly. uh, and so we did the we did the the performance and she came out and she surprised everyone and we've all seen the video. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean it was it was just like it was so surreal and it was my favorite part about the whole entire experience is like you can see in the video ross's face when he realizes that he's been tricked um (laughs) because he thinks that we're really going to be going and giving these speeches and ross just you see his face just go from like a smile to suddenly just like wait what the (laughs) um but no it was amazing and and yeah I mean it was just I we were talking the week afterwards like about like the coverage and like the press articles and just how like nice everything was and everyone was so Mm -hmm. positive about it and especially you know as like a same-sex couple and seeing you know the world the world is a very accepting place but there are places Mm -hmm. where it isn't and uh and it was just like really great to see everyone sort of I don't know rallying behind our story it felt yeah. it felt nice
2: um yeah just a sweet moment and I hope you didn't get any ne- negativity out of it I hope mo- all of it was positive because I watched it again last night and I just got <laughs> chills and I, was just like, oh, I mean
3: I mean you know there's always horrible. there are always there you know there were some like not nice comments on the YouTube video or mm-hmm. some like weird uh weird DMs that I got just sort of <laughs> the funnier the funnier ones are the ones where people like message just being like you're gay and I'm yeah. like
0: I mean uh, I I know <laughs>
3: I'm like that like, really? thank you I'm like I discovered <laughs> yeah. that when I was I was 14 but um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thank you so much for I forgot I so that's either. good that you told yeah. me <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> really I should probably tell my boy my my fiance that yeah. shocker <laughs> like
3: it was just, so it I did was,
2: read somewhere yeah. where your dad thought you were going to introduce a drag queen taylor
3: Yes, my dad, my dad did assume when I said, like, here's Taylor, he thought it was going to be a drag queen.
0: People all, like, <laughs> okay. no
3: one, no one, I think people in their heads were like, maybe, they, like, knowing me, they were like, is he about to pull a stunt like this? And I, yeah. so I think in that, like, split second before, when I said, like, uh, give a warm welcome to my friend Taylor, like, in that split second, I think everyone's heads were like, like a slot machine, like rolling through yeah. the options of like, which Taylor? Is it Taylor? This is it? This is our friend Taylor that's mm. not here. Is it our like who? Who could it be? Um, and then you just saw everyone's faces being like, oh, This bitch, this bitch really did that. <laughs>
0: of course, yeah. And everyone, I'll everyone vision. just kept
3: on, everyone who was single or in a relationship afterwards, just like, or and not engaged or married, like came up to me afterwards, huh. just being like, F- you. <laughs> you exactly. just ruined it. You just ruined it yeah. for all of us. And I was just like, well, yeah.
2: the bar is too high. I'm married, and I've already been engaged and everything. But it, I did turn to my husband when I read this, and I was like, how come you didn't invite Taylor to our engagement party? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so even for is, those people who are married, it is amazing. It weird. is
3: amazing the amount of messages I I still get, like on like a weekly basis, from people being like, hey, mm-hmm. my bar mitzvah is coming up. Um, I was really hoping that Taylor would come. Would you be able to tell her like people all the time message me just (laughs) thinking that, Thinking that there's just no. like a, it's like booking a massage. Like, you're just like, oh, let me see if she has an opening for a 2 p.m. on Saturday. Like, it just, <laughs> the amount of messages that I get from people where I'm so just like,
1: is that
2: I'm like, listen, option, love you. Or... No offense.
3: That's not, this isn't like a VIP meet and greet package.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not tree. Sorry. It's a, it's a good idea, no. though, if you need to transition into that role but um no that is such a crazy story and I remember when it happened like we obviously are on Twitter a lot because of our Mm podcast and everyone was so excited they were jealous but in a happy way um and Taylor's whole relationship with her fans turned friends like people she remembers people she revisits people she messages on Tumblr like that's been a part of her I don't want to say brand but like her Her identity Mm -hmm. has been so wrapped up in her relationship with her fans. So as someone who's been on that side of things, like, do you get frustrated when people try to spin that as, oh, it's fake. She's just doing it for publicity. Like, she's so calculated. Like, how does that work when you're like, wait, like, this feels sincere for me?
3: I mean, I don't I don't like get angry about it or get upset Mm -hmm. about it just because like people are going to people naturally in life are going to assume things about people they don't know. Like we, we all, Mm -hmm. you know, scrolling Instagram stories or seeing a friend of a friend and making a judgment or whatnot, like it happens. Um, What I just find frustrating is the people who have decided that they don't like her for whatever reason, automatically when you get into a place where, where, you know, If you're in a fight with a friend or if you hate someone where they could, they could text you and say, hi, I love you. And you're like, Apple, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) people, people get in those natural places. And I've always felt like if you get into that place with someone, just stop, just, just like, let either let it go or move on or Mm. don't, don't uh, uh, unfollow unsubscribe, like just, just get over it. Because mm-hmm. it's there's no point, you've already made up your mind, there's nothing that's going to change. And so what I find frustrating are the people who, you know, Taylor donates money to a great cause, or Taylor comes out in support of something that is good, or, or, or Taylor coming to my engagement party, there were mm-hmm. tons of people that were just like, Taylor's trying to like get gay fans, or Taylor's right. trying to be like a fake a fake ally or or whatnot and it's like all of Taylor does so many I don't think people realize how many things she does out of the kindness of her heart that aren't Mm -hmm. publicized whether it's like talking to a fan who has cancer in the hospital or or sending sending care packages to people like yes there are the ones that are publicized a lot of times if you notice it's because of the fan or people putting it out there, she's not, like, posting yeah. on her platforms about it, except in, right. in specific, like, fun instances, like when she was doing uh, mm-hmm. the Christmas stuff yeah. or, or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I, I just get frustrated when people are put in a place where they can't win, and right. and and people aren't adult enough and aren't mature enough to recognize that they... they um have put their own themselves into a place where they're not able to see her for anything more than this preconceived notion that they've built up and made up in their head. So mm-hmm. like
0: yeah.
3: So just shut up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but I I you always need to tell calm
3: people, down. Yeah, I mean tea. Um yeah. <laughs> I always like I always just tell people I'm you know when 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 these things happen or when I when I notice people talking about her in real life like She is genuinely one of the kindest people I think I've ever met. Um, She and Ed, especially, like both of them are so down to earth. They're so self-aware. Like Taylor is aware of all of those little things that people make fun of her for and she laughs about them too.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
3: And she, like when she's surprised at an award show, like it's, I think it is a mix of her genuinely like being surprised that she won something, but also a part of her knowing that like people are looking um, at her and like laughing about those types of things. So I think sometimes she does it to give people something to laugh about. But I also think people don't understand that like in this industry or in award shows, like there is, people get annoyed with her always being um, you know, shown on the audience cameras and people okay. always showing Taylor's reaction to things. But that's not because Taylor has asked someone to put a camera <laughs> yeah. on her. That's because they, they everyone do- is talking about it And so producers specifically are like, we need to make sure we're getting Taylor's reactions because everyone's talking about it. So Mm -hmm. if you don't like it, just shut the (laughs) f*** up because then they won't Mm -hmm. feature her. Like Because you are talking about her both negative or positive, people in the entertainment industry are going to want to feature her more because (laughs) all they care about is that people are talking.
2: Right. So like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the song of Taylor's next song on, The album Karma. Yeah. Shut the
3: fuck up. Yeah. 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 The like explicit, (laughs) explicit version of you need to calm down. called Exactly. Stop.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So obviously um, the 1989 era was a big deal for you. Reputation featured a lot of big moments. How has the Lover era been?
3: I mean, you know, it's what's wild for me is I feel like her albums really are soundtracks of our lives. And I feel like... Mm -hmm. I feel like I've mirrored in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. that path that she's gone on. I mean, not Mm -hmm. in any way specifically. I didn't. I have not dated any famous DJs. I have (laughs) not. I did not get like canceled by the world and like go through an emo phase. But like, (laughs) but like the Reputation album was a very like loving album with stuff with Joe, and that Mm -hmm. all came out like when stuff was happening with Ross and I, and when stuff was first starting. Um, and, and King of My Heart was very much a a soundtrack there. And I, like, I totally cried in my car, um, listening to Lover when it came out, um, because it, like, suddenly felt like it, I suddenly could picture my wedding, um, and Mm. could picture all of that. Um, so, I, you know, I think Lover has been, it's, I. I have loved that album and I love it because I feel like I'm very much in that type of phase in my life right now um, mm-hmm. with Ross and with like planning a wedding and, and everything. Paper uh,
0: rings.
3: <laughs> yeah, like all of it, I, 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 the, it, all the eras have been great to me. I mean, I, 1989 will always hold a special place in my heart because, you know, she yeah. followed me on Twitter and yeah. we had all that. <laughs> that's where everything yeah. started. <laughs> Um, and everything began, but, um, but yeah.
2: So what's your favorite song on Lover right now?
3: Uh, favorite song on Lover right now. Oh, Let me. hard. It. It's hard. Whenever anyone asks me these questions, I always have to like look up the album, so that way I'm looking <laughs> at all of songs. them at once. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly.
3: I want to say, I mean, like Cruel Summer will always, I think, be probably my favorite, just because mm-hmm. Cruel Summer is part of my, like like Out of the Woods was my favorite 1989 song yes, and maybe will be my favorite you. Taylor song of all time. You I want that, Out of the Woods.
1: <laughs> I'm not a fan of Out of the Woods. What? I
3: know. I'm not, I've just...
1: tried to convert her. I really
3: try, it gives me
2: <laughs> It gives me a lot of anxiety, and I think that's what Taylor Swift was <laughs> trying to do with the song. You know, it's like, I love, I, I love the, the verses, but the out of the woods, out of the woods, out of the woods just like drives me insane. My favorite song is Wonderland off of 1989. I'm like, skip out of the woods. I just, I get
3: anxious. I mean, Wonderland is great and you're entitled to have a wrong opinion, but, um, Oh, okay. (laughs) See, here's the thing. Out of the woods, out of the woods is one of those songs, like, and I classify some songs like this and maybe this is a weird description, but I want to, I want that song played in a church an empty church while i'm standing in the middle with it echoing and billowing yes. off of all of the walls in that room i just feel the the way that that chorus yeah. builds and the way mm-hmm. it's like a uh, arms outreach yes. like fills your whole <laughs> i feel out of the woods is one of those songs that i feel with my whole body I yes. don't even know how to describe it. You and Shelby are like best friends right now. I feel right so now.
1: connected I'm just, to you, I'm Alex. Alex. I'm like, you
3: finally so understand. Love, <laughs> yes. No, it's everything. But I love, I love Cruel Summer. I love Forgot mm-hmm. That You Existed When I'm Feeling Super Petty. Yeah. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I love yeah. Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince, even though my initial interpretation of it um when I was live tweeting when the album came out was incorrect um (laughs) same with death same with death by a thousand cuts I like I was like thanks for making me look like a clown when I'm like trying to (laughs) interpret this super deeply and then like two days later it's like it's based on a Netflix movie and I was like (laughs) you um, <laughs> but yeah, I want to say "Cruel Summer" is probably my girl.
2: Yeah, okay, yeah, that's yeah. fair. But
3: it all depends on the day. You know what I mean? Like, I'll—I'm oh. one of those people. I'm one of those people when I obsess over a song. I like "Stupid Love" by Lady Gaga. I listen mm. to that song mm-hmm. and only that song on repeat for a full week.
1: That's, same that's what me. I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. tunnel visioned um, fandom here, but. We don't want to keep you all afternoon, even though we could keep talking. So we do a segment at the end of each episode called Tea Time, where we talk about current um, a gossip or complicated news surrounding oh. Taylor Swift. And of course, as we mentioned, mm. the coronavirus has us all on edge. And there's rumors. I mean, Taylor has had to cancel a couple. Well, a couple of festivals Taylor was going to perform at early this um, spring summer have been canceled because of the coronavirus. So now people are on edge wondering if we'll get Loverfest. Mm. So do you have any um, predictions or insights in that, Alex?
3: I mean, I honestly, like, I have no idea what's going to happen with stuff with the coronavirus. I want to think that, like, July um, is far enough out. that, Mm -hmm. that by then things will be okay. And I don't think any other major July events like Comic-Con hasn't been canceled yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. which I would, I would see that as a sign. If that got canceled, then I would start to worry. Um, I'm sure that if it does get canceled, that it would just be postponed and happen at a later date. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I'm sitting here right now, uh, later today, working on a contingency plan for my own wedding that I don't uh, know if it will happen yeah. as planned. Um, uh, and, I have to. Just and like, start to have, have to like, think re- Yeah. So I, yeah. you know, I think, I think at the end of the day, we just have to like be in the moment right now and focus yeah. on yeah. being safe and focus on practicing social distancing and staying at home and not, you know, not going and hanging out with friends and trying to limit the amount of times you go to a grocery store and just, Mm -hmm. you know, as much as, as much as possible, flatten the curve. Mm -hmm. And that's all we can do at this time and just hope. But, you know, I hope that if, if it does get canceled, that's postponed. And I hope that people realize that if it does get canceled, it is in our best interest and,
2: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you, and I love how like you have such a positive twist and turn on everything. So I, I really, really appreciate your insight. One thing that I do feel bad for is that since some of these international, um, you know, festivals have been canceled, I just feel really bad yeah. for the
3: international fans. It think, does completely suck, and I, you know, I don't want to minimize. Everyone is allowed to feel how they feel and and be upset exactly. about it. I would, yeah. I would think and hope that she is the type of person that if it is at all possible that mm-hmm. those dates will be rescheduled or she will be back um oh, yeah. and Definitely and I that. think the positive twist on that is just knowing that like if we all practice you know safety first and all help mm-hmm. flatten this curve then all of us together can help make sure that she's able to postpone or reschedule as sooner rather than later
1: yeah exactly just everyone listening remember that yeah and speaking positively if the loverfest does go on are you i'm imagining attending the la version the la shows or what is your plan there for loverfest
3: (laughs) yes i will i will be at loverfest west i have
1: yeah i have
3: tickets already i'm all set up Mm -hmm. um yeah, i will
1: one
2: (laughs) i will 100
3: percent be Holy shit! Did yes, you, I <laughs> did. So,
2: did you buy them online, or did you have some, um, you know, some connections to get tickets?
3: I I have connections, but I'm always, mm-hmm. you know, I'm a very realistic person. I'm not mm-hmm. the highest on the totem pole, so I sort of <laughs> always live. I always sort of live with this fear that one day my email won't be returned, or <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, you don't have so a contingency plan. I bought. I bought. Yes, I'm all about a good contingency plan. Right now, <laughs> I bought tickets just in case, because especially yeah. when it comes to like LA tour dates, like even mm-hmm. with Reputation, it was like a two days before was when it could be confirmed.
0: Right. Um, because
3: mm-hmm. you know every single celebrity under the sun and every single <laughs> person, go. you know, and Perez Hilton's of the world um, yeah. are <laughs> wanting those types of things. uh that the competition is high i'm like i'll go to albuquerque but we only have like two days here so yeah yeah
1: Yeah. well perfect we'll be there too so we can finally meet up and put faces to our to our names so yeah (laughs)
3: And it'll be my first Taylor concert as a married man, hopefully. Yes! <laughs> oh. Oh. <clears throat>
0: yes, I
1: love that. No, we're very excited for you. Fingers crossed that May clears mm-hmm. up so that your day can go as planned. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your insight. We love getting to talk to you. For all our fans listening, you can of course find us on our social media. We're at Swiftish Podcast on Instagram. We're at Swiftish Pod thirteen on Twitter. And you can always shoot us an email. Let us know your thoughts if you have any questions, concerns at Swiftish at
3: gmail.com.
2: Yeah, but Alex, where can our listeners? I mean, I'm sure they're all following <laughs> you, but if they're they aren't, where can they find you?
3: Um, I am at Alexander Gold on all platforms.
1: Yes, Perfect. and he's very yes. entertaining. Not only for Taylor mm-hmm. news, but all of your pop gossip, entertainment, everything—I follow <laughs> them on all my accounts. So, mm-hmm. thanks again, Alex. But until next time, I'm Shelby, and I'm Ashley, and uh, let's all just, you know, continue to flatten this curve. And if anyone needs some podcast company, we are always open. So, yep. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>